Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Closed Traffic Podcast, an aviation and flight simulation show. I'm Johnny, and along with me here, we have uh, our, our full staff here. I've got uh, <laughs> our, uh, the man who will paint a DME arc as well as Picasso <laughs> does paintings as he works on his IFR venture. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mike Salmon. Mike, say hello to people, man. Oh, man. You I, you, you never <laughs> fail to surprise me on what's going to come uh, out of your mouth when you introduce me on these shows, man. How's it going, man? You... <laughs> oh, all is well, my friend. All, all is well. And, of course, we can't forget our main man, Charlie, down here. Charlie, I don't have anything for you just yet, man, but Charlie, say, say hello to people. <laughs> hello, people. What's going on? Oh man, not a whole lot, man. Uh, Mike, you guys still got that tropical storm over there in uh, California? Uh, yeah, it's you know brought some humidity in here. Um, it's uh, moving up the coast now, uh, but it was uh, very much needed. We were in, gosh, triple digits for about six days. Oh my gosh, straight. It was pretty bad. So, yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, all good. All good, sweet. All good. Well, guys, um, I'm just doing everything I can not to faint here because I can't believe we have to actually have him on. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but, I know, right? This is awesome. But yeah, but um, guys, I, I want to introduce our very special guest here, um, Mikey McBrien from um, the TV show Ice Pilots, as well as his uh, latest venture, Plane Savers. Uh, Mikey, say hello to the people. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for being on. This is exciting. Absolutely. Thank you for your time. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So, Mike, I want to dive right into it, my friend. Um, I know, like, again, I've been a huge fan of uh, of the TV show Ice Pilots, and um, it's, you know, it's been something that has continued to inspire me along um, my uh, my aviation career early on. And, um you know, I think it's it's inspired a, a lot of uh, a lot of individuals as well. But and so I guess my first question would be, what brought along Ice Pilots? Were were you approached by the production company, or or how did that how did that transpire? Yeah, it's um, it's quite the long story, but the short part of it is I, I was in uh, college in Red Deer, Alberta taking marketing of all things, marketing and business administration. And uh, a TV producer just phoned up and he was trying to get a hold of my father and my father didn't uh, answer any of his calls and he got my <laughs> cell phone somehow. And, and it was just as simple as do you want to be on television? And this is, this would have been like 2007 yeah, around there. Wow. So it, wow. that was just at the, not everyone had a TV show by back then. It was, it was still kind of rare. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, uh, and there was definitely no, um, there was no, uh, YouTube or anything. Well, there was YouTube, no. but you know, YouTube was just South Park videos. That's the reason I, I got YouTube really was just to watch yeah, South, Park. South Park. Yeah. <laughs> Truth be told. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of how it happened it was really just the producer he was familiar with buffalo airways from an article he did uh, or actually an, um, a radio show he did when he was working for cbc which is the canadian broadcasting company which is the government-owned uh, propaganda machine and, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he um so he um yeah he did that uh, so he had a he had an award-winning show actually mm -hmm. with uh, the stunt the stunt guy that did all the um, all the like the Terminator movies and everything like that. Oh wow! And, and um, 
so he they had a show it was very popular uh won a bunch of awards but the uh, the host uh they couldn't make a, a deal on season two so he needed a new show and and he was just basically you know what happens with these producers is it's it's almost like a shotgun approach where they just they grab a whole bunch of ideas mm-hmm. and then they just see what sticks and we were just the sperm that got to the egg basically and, uh, that was it. <laughs> wow unreal yeah so there's, there's many there's many steps which is is quite funny because what i what i do now too is i help um people that are getting into television and that kind of right. stuff basically taking a normal person yeah and and then and then getting them ready for television and and part of the getting ready is is that it's very low chance. There's a very, sure. very low chance. And and to even get on television and to get a season one and then a season two, season three, season four, it just gets astronomically harder as you go up. Um, Absolutely. It seems very simple when, when you're at home watching. And, yeah. And, yeah. and, and that's does. a good thing. That means it's working. Right. Yeah. Um, when it look, when the television show looks very difficult, or the, then that's, that's a bad thing because the, everyone's having issues. So. Um, exactly. So yeah, I, I I do some mentoring with with people that are in that process and try to keep everything humble because you're not even like even like look at the West Coast Chopper, not the West Coast Chopper guys, the Orange County Chopper guys, like right, how that, right. how how big they were, and how how it all just kind of came apart. And they mm. they had everything, right? Um, and in West Coast Choppers too, Jesse James down there in Texas, he uh, he same thing. He he built this big empire. And, and then it kind of just fell apart on him. Um, and right. Was, um, because yeah, West Coast Shoppers was everywhere. You know, it, right? You, you couldn't you couldn't everywhere. get through Walmart without seeing fifty items, right? Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's a neat, interesting, very complicated. Wow. Um, <laughs> it's a, a big web, uh, and then trying to do the airline stuff on top of that. And then yeah, that like together that's what's amazing. It's quite interesting. So I find it all very uh, uh, fun, actually. <laughs> You guys did uh what is it six seasons, right? Yeah, we did six, six seasons, seasons 70, that's 73 episodes. Man. Yeah, and season five was supposed to be the last, and that's why it kind of seems like the last episode of season five was kind of like a goodbye episode. Right. Mm, and, but one of the episodes in season five, uh, we had some NHL players, the hockey players. I and, remember um, that yeah, one. that's how that went. And, and and you you know, in Canada, that's a big thing. That's basically yeah. oh, like for sure. having the royal family on. Um, right. <laughs> so uh, the ratings just went really high. So oh, okay. they came and said, hey, can we, can we do a season six? And that's why season six, if you look, is actually not as many episodes because we still were right on it. So it's kind of good. We, wow. we kind of knew that season six was going to be the last season. So that was kind of good. We still got canceled. It was just like the most horrible word in the world when you're dealing with television. But right. at least, at least, at least we knew it was coming. And uh, exactly, uh, our show got very, very expensive to make. And and at mm. the time, everyone wanted wanting wanted uh, mining shows. So mining shows uh, were cheap. And right. uh, so that's why there's like all these gold shows and, and gold like rush and fair, yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah. it's it's it's, it's interesting. Um, wow, and that's the problem with the television show. The longer it goes, the more expensive it gets. It gets um, because everything costs more. Once it's popular, right. not only like the, a lot of people focus on who's in front of the camera, right? Um, but the people behind too. So everybody, yeah. everybody, as wow. it gets popular and popular and popular, it's just it gets ballooned, ballooned, and ballooned. Um, never and it's so much easier like just go Never start another show. 
because mm. you can get the costs low. And mm. now it's completely different because of streaming. So streaming has there changed the game completely. Um, like ice pouts in that in that era, ice road truckers and deadliest catch right. and that kind of stuff. Um, we we're kind of the the last true network shows um, because right when we finished in 2014, that's when Netflix and everything took off. Um, and then of course, uh, yeah. and then that's, that's and then true. Ice Pilots went on Netflix. And and where where did you guys first see Ice Pilots? I it, you first it used to come on the Weather Channel for me. <laughs> yeah, and then I think Hulu is where I first saw it, or Prime, one of those. Yep. I can't remember. So yeah. that's that's like um, that's like the third iteration. Um, because actually the first season oh. Ice Pilots aired on National Geographic in the US. Oh, and they really? only did they only did the first season. And then and then uh, and then the Weather Channel took it, but then the Weather Channel kind of made a hybrid show because the show is like a TV hour, which is like 45 minutes. Sure. And sure. they put it down to a half an hour. So they cut out quite a bit uh, to fit oh. it in. And mostly just the weather related stuff. Right. Um, so so as a show, it, it um it's there's very different versions of it everywhere. Um, really? Like the, the Canadian version, Lenny Kravitz sings the um, the theme song "Fly Away." So right. for, a mm. for for a Canadian, that's 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 what they heard, and then What's the, what they see, and then and then the the international, like the U.S. and England and Australia and Germany, all that. It's mm-hmm. a David Usher song called "Airplanes." They use. Yeah. So it's 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 kind of neat how it's being repurposed. And now Wonder, which is a uh well, there's a production company that has the rights for it for YouTube, and right. so it's on YouTube now. So it's getting another resurgence. So it's kind of like the, wow. the the good thing about icebots for me is that the only thing that really changes is our cell phones. Um all the sure. airplanes are the same, we're all the same, but it's like <laughs> you see me that. hold the Blackberry and it's just like Yeah, it just progresses. What, saw that. What, <laughs> what decade is this, eh? Like Hey but, Blackberry um, for the win, guys. <laughs> so that's that's kinda yeah, that's kinda the, the, the need. It, it's it's very um interesting to uh to see how how it goes, like 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 you saw, like you guys, you guys experienced it in different versions. Like I said, Weather oh, yeah. Channel, Hulu Prime, uh, Netflix, Bootleg, um, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and, and that's kind of cool. And that's because really, a lot of shows when they're off, they're done. Um, yeah. Especially reality mm-hmm. shows. Right. They uh, it, it's very rare for a reality show to have legs. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that is is to get enough episodes in the can because it's. You gotta. If you just have one season, there's not enough episodes to play. So you, you sure. heard the term syndication. So syndication right. happens around season three, season four, when you have enough mm-hmm. episodes. So because mm-hmm. we have six seasons, it's kind of like uh, like up here they play Mash way too much. Like Mash is like always <laughs> on, and um, and that's kind of like how it is. There's Ice Pilots is now back onto what originally in Canada was on the History Channel, right? Um, and then, uh, and yeah, so now it's kind of playing on the on on that in the mornings oh. at one o'clock in the morning, kind of like an infomercial. <laughs> another cool thing is around this topic is right is how um, different areas see the show. Like in England, it was on Discovery Channel, like with mm-hmm. MythBusters. So people mm-hmm. would ask me how the MythBusters guys are, and I'm like, I have no clue. What you're talking about. <laughs> and so I, yeah, and. And in Canada, when it was on our, our, our larger network called Global, 
Um, mm-hmm. I was on before The Simpsons, which was like the the most amazing thing for me on Sundays. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, lead in on The Simpsons, and then there was a there was a. Uh, a, a commercial with with our show, and then there's like William Shatner had like six shows at the time, mm-hmm. so there was like a, yep. a joint thing. So people ask me like, "How's William Shatner?" I'm like, "I've never met anybody." I'm up <laughs> in <Yellowknife> here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, in Australia, it's in that Ge- in National Geographic, and yeah, so it's it's interesting. And there's in like Croatia and Russia, um, different versions of it. Are, different it's really version. cool. Just for a bunch of guys from Hay River. Uh, wow. Wow. I'll tell you what, uh, those bunch of guys from Hay River have uh, made <laughs> a impact on the aviation community. Uh-huh. Um, I can't tell you because we're, we uh, we're also a flight simulation show as well. And I can't tell you how many iterations of a C-47 for flight simulator or how many paint jobs I've been done for flight simulator uh, featuring, uh, featuring Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as, the, uh, seg- I guess, segueing to, uh, to Buffalo, um, so, um, you guys, of course, you know, um, specialize in, you know, um, cargo, um, cargo hauling as well. But, uh, I, I noticed during the show, there were some other facets I saw as well, like firefighting, things like that. Is, mm-hmm. is that typically, um, is that typically something done this every year or is it mostly, uh, mostly seasonal? It's, well, firefighting is definitely seasonal. It, it's, sure. uh, it's not too busy at Christmas time, but, sure. um, mm-hmm. That is actually the most revenue is, is we have as far as really, uh, and wow. that's where television shows have a little bit the uh, skewed a bit because mm-hmm. uh, because firefighting is done by the government, uh, they're very very cautious and they're very very protective of what goes on and they don't like filming um, mm-hmm. for various reasons oh, and a lot sure. of reasons I I agree with them and a lot of reasons right. I wish they would they would be a little bit more lenient uh, and mm-hmm. different areas are and so when you see firefighting. It's mostly like it, when we go to Alberta, we go to a different uh, jurisdiction. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but that's that was a big part, and that was a big thing that we were trying to do uh, as a possible second um, iteration of the show. That mm-hmm. uh, would be the whole firefighting end of it, because we're all right. over. Like we we have uh, we have a lease plane in California right now. Uh, we were oh wow, Quebec, and we're like, and of course we did Turkey and and all this kind of the fun stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, wow. that's, that was. There's roadblocks for television that are um, different. So yeah, sure. it's, Buffalo Airways is. If you're an accountant, <laughs> we're a firefighting company. <laughs> um, but if you're a fan, we're a, a DC three company. Yes. Um, so it is. It's it's kind of neat how how that works and stuff like that. And people are very surprised. Like we have like this season, we have we had two uh, Lockheed Electra uh, land based mm-hmm. air tankers. Uh, eight um, 802 air tractors uh, wow. from Texas, uh, and they're the full fire boss with the floats and everything. Wow, and they're brand new, they're like from 2016, which is like yesterday wow. for us. Yesterday, yeah, and um, yeah. and uh, we had t- two, four, we had four CL 215s on this year, um, two wow. here in territories and two in, in Quebec, mm-hmm. um, and then all the bird dogs. So there's the turbo commanders, the king airs, um. Yeah, so there's quite a bit of all wow. that stuff, and then Got the it. smaller airplanes like a, a Beach Baron and secondary tingers for smoke patrol, where you go and sure. find the fire and stuff like that. I didn't so. realize your fleet was so large. Uh, I mean, you guys have a ton of aircrafts. Yeah, uh, there, there's like if you actually go through and go through like the 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 actual tail numbers and serial numbers, there, there's like a yeah. hundred airplanes. Um, but it, it's much like 
like a like a a, a guy that owns the scrapyard <laughs> saying, "I got three hundred cards, but you know, <laughs> not all of them are." are or uh, can go to an air, uh, car show, but that's so uh, yeah, there's just quite a bit, but um, and mm. seasonal too. So, all that firefighting right. stuff stops. The Lockheed Electras are highly modified firefighting aircraft, right? All the all the um, the whole interior stripped, all the pressurization systems gone, so you can't oh, use okay. it as a cargo machine, right? Um, wow, so we have other electras we use for cargo machines, but the value of the electra is the engines and props. So, like, literally sure. last year, where we're so low on props, they landed the air, uh, our tanker aircraft in red gear. And before the pilots even got out, the mechanics were in there taking a prop off to ship it to, to Yellowknife. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, a lot of these parts are, yeah. Are, very know, hard to come by. Very hard to come by. So. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And uh, that, that is one question I had, uh, Mikey. Is it because, which I'm sure that, you know, those props are not being manufactured, or, or is it a situation where you guys could possibly put in, like, a special request? Uh, a lot of it is, with aviation, is you need it now. Um, ah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and planning, no matter what you hear from anybody, planning is a luxury a lot of people don't have. Um, For sure. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, so uh, it's it's just like anything, I guess. But yeah, so like if you need a prop, it, it's nothing for the prop shop to say, well, you know, about a year and a half, we could probably get you one. And we're like, we need it now. Um, wow. So, oh yeah, like right now, like the 737 that I'm working on, uh, right. our newest cargo aircraft, uh, the landing gear is in Miami somewhere. So Holy if, you see a, no. if you see a landing gear uh, in, in Miami uh, coming up 75 through Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know where that's going. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we're waiting. Our, this airplane's delayed uh, because of the landing gear. Um, and uh, yeah, and and everything down the list. You got, you know, inflation and you know, COVID and yeah. monkeypox and the queen's dead and all, every single yeah. excuse down the book to get an yeah. extra week. Okay. So exactly. That's, yeah. So it's, uh, it's fun, but uh, I really like it. <laughs> it's always, uh, it's always a challenge and um, for sure. And the customer, and it's different because the customer, like a 20 minute delay for the customer is the end of the world. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, like the plane's it, yeah. delayed 20 minutes. And it's like, Oh my God. It's <laughs> gotta have it. So yeah, the scales of uh, of everything are, uh, are a little bit different, but yeah, no, it's it's good. You know, the airplanes are yeah. all running good. Pilots shortage, just like ever, everywhere. So oh my goodness, everywhere's got a pilot shortage. Um, and uh, yeah, we got a really good group of, of pilots right now that are working really hard. And new really? pilots coming in all the time, still yeah. all the time. Wow, all the time. Yeah, and. <laughs> You know, it's, yeah, it's somebody, you, it, you can never guess too. That's the big thing is you can never, never, never guess. Um, you, you, you think after a while you could, you can see somebody and be like, oh, this person's going to be good or this person's sure. going to be bad. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, it's like some cruel aviation, <laughs> um, like magic trick or something. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my. Uh, I always, I always think of my uh, David Alexander, who's who's one of uh, the best we had. He's right from <laughs> downtown Toronto. Um, oh wow! And, and uh, you know, never seen snow, can't drive. Um, 
he showed up with like right out of like a like a Drake music video with the big puffy jacket. He's the one that flew the Chinook, right? Yeah, and, and the, the, the hat sideways, and he had the luck boots, and they, and they weren't they weren't uh, they weren't uh, tied up or anything like this, and and, and very and very like inner city, like the the how he acted, and right at like out of a music video, and uh, I was like, this guy is like, what the heck? He's like, and the funny part was was I was waiting at the airport to pick him up, and he was waiting for me to pick him up, and of course this is. I guess was it during Ice Pilots? I, I don't know if that was wow. on Ice Pilots or not. But we didn't even, I, no, I was like, happen. everyone's out of the terminal. And I was like, oh, you must be the new pilot. New <laughs> uh, <No> guy. <laughs> and, and he was amazing. He was amazing. He was he was really? one of the best. And and you could have never known his, uh, he, uh, he was really good. His, 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 uh, he's like first generation, I think first generation Canadian. His, his family is from Portugal. Oh. Um, and his, his dad was, um, um, I always get mixed up. Uh, he's either a butcher or a carpenter. I, I can't remember, but it was like right. really, really like work ethic, like amazing, amazing wow. work ethic. <laughs> and I c- couldn't speak more highly of the guy, uh, especially when he left. He he excelled through the ranks of the the Air Canada and everything. Really, right? Really quickly. Oh wow, wow! And okay. uh, it, so just amazing. So that that humbled me so much because I thought for sure, <laughs> uh, for sure. You knew um, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and like the exact opposite, you'll get like a, a six foot five farm guy from Manitoba. Who's never drove a new tractor in his life. And he's always fixed his own stuff and the whole nine yards. And he's just like, like a monster. And then his, two weeks later, his mom's picking him up and he's crying. Like he's just, Oh man. no. That was the fun part of the show yeah. though. Like just guessing like who's going to make it. Like, Oh, can I can handle it. Now. And you, you could never know. You never know. Like no. the guys, the guys that come out of Victoria, like uh, Vancouver Island, yeah, like there's right. no snow. Like that is right. basically like They're the Canadian tropics. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and uh, some, sometimes those guys do really good too. It's wow. and girls too. Girls, same thing. Like, right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very easy to say guys, but uh, right. we had just sure. Jamie, Jamie McDonald, who uh, was just just did her full tour here? Got about two thousand hours in the C forty six. Wow! Same thing. Just came in. She's she's flying to Max right now um, for Swoop out of Canada. Wow! Uh, so when okay. she went from nothing to C forty six to the Max, and, and wow! It's like wow! Nothing in the middle. Um, nothing in the middle. So wow. and that's nothing in the middle. So like 172, 46 max. And, uh, and, 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 and that's, Gosh. Like, that's what happens because these airplanes are big. They're over 12, five. Oh yeah. yeah. Experience. There's, yeah, there's no awesome. ethos, there's hard there's, there's, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's really good. And, and uh, wow. yeah, so. Yeah. That was the thing about it. 46. Could you yeah, imagine we, that? <laughs> oh, it's insane. But when you think about it, man, that's one thing. And that was one thing I loved about the show. You know, just looking at the type of flying they're doing, you're, it's either going to make you a pilot or you're going to mm. wash it. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. You know, yeah, that's no, just, you know, it's just some good heart flying. And then it's not just doing that. You know, they're working the ramp. You know, they're mm-hmm. learning the operations of how to operate the aircraft, end-to-end. not just flying it, right? right. You know, end to end, exactly. And, you know, I, that was one of the things that resonate with me because I, I worked for a little, uh, a little operation. And, um, you know, sometimes if we didn't have enough rampers, guess what? We had to throw bags. You know, it was just something yeah. that you had to do. And, you know, I think uh, us as aviators, sometimes we sometimes we get it depending on where, you know, our, our 
upcoming through the ranks, you know, we, we get a little spoiled, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't have to touch that. Right. But yeah. it, there is a place for both. Um, sure. uh, deal, dealing with the Boeing now uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and like, like going back to the simulation thing, like we got a crew going right. through the simulator right now, like the mm-hmm. full motion sim and everything like that. And, and seeing the difference between, um, you know, that C-46 that just landed here about 25 minutes ago, right. uh, what they had to go through to what they have to do in the sim to run the 737, it is a right. completely different world. And, <laughs> and um, so I can see there's a, there's a time and place for everything. Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. I, 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 I respect the whole gambit of everything. Right. Everything is a little bit different, like the corporate pilots and the this and that. Right. Uh, so it really comes down to uh, the person. And it, sure. and it is it is an individual yep. thing that all pilots will have to go through, or yep. all anybody has to go through is what mm-hmm. path do you want, and what do you get Absolutely. at the end of it? Mm-hmm. Um, like we have um, we have a triple seven uh, captain that uh, was tried to retire, and he's like, no, nah, I want to go to Yellowknife and fly the Electra this summer. And wow. uh, so there's a guy that was on the top end of one of the most prestigious, the most prestigious airline in the world, yeah. retired top honors. And now he's pushing freight in a Lockheed Electra and which is so like, and then, and then there's, and then there's the pilot that got into it to retire at 55. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So then that's something different. So if, mm-hmm. everyone's a little, little bit different and, uh, and sometimes, wow. sometimes I've, I've ran into it that uh, you have a, say a, a 737 pilot that's retired but grew up sure. on DC threes, they sure. can't go back. They in their right. head they can. Like mm-hmm. we had Arnie Schrader, we had one uh King uh, Air Canada captain come back and he's wow. DC three guy, fifteen hundred hours, blah blah blah. And right. they, they didn't even get to take off. He just they taxied around and Arnie came back and said this guy's no good. Wow. And, <laughs> and wow. uh and then you get a twenty two year old kid that's you know, his last airplane was uh, you know the the weight of the engine of the C forty six, and they do really good. So. <laughs> That's never know. Yeah, never know. So, and it's I, I can imagine I can imagine it's it's kind of much like the military a bit, where sure. if if you, you you need you need people to mold and sculpt because they don't have Absolutely. any bad habits, they don't have Absolutely. that mentality of, mm, of I mm-hmm. can do this. You got to basically. Mm-hmm. The better part is if I have no clue what I'm doing, right. then you're good. Then you can do really exactly. Good. It's, exactly. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird mix. But then you get exactly. the hotshot, the hotshot people that say they could do everything and then they can't. Too, which, <laughs> <laughs> which some people don't like the, the, the Top Gun style. Right? Like, hey. Exactly. <laughs> we, have, we have one guy. We, I don't want to mention his name, but he. <laughs> and then you know you do it. Test flight, or you do a training flight. And I'm like, how was he? And the pilot's like, ah, he's good. And I'm like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Just That's pains weird. you, eh? Sometimes it, it's, it's all, all different types. Eh? Yeah, you know, a- absolutely. Yeah. It's it's almost like if you get out of your car and with your aviators on, you're like, oh, I don't know about this. Guy. <laughs> 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 yeah, with the exactly. <laughs> and the Tesla. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Shut oh, up, <laughs> exactly yeah that was you know that i, I think um 
you know, going back to it, that was one of the one of the things that uh, resonated with me because I know Mike. He brought up a really good question. He was like, "Man, you know, a lot of these guys must be hungry. You know, they'll go out, work the ramp, and then you know, just for the opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to, um, you know, fly, you know, some of these iconic aircraft. You know, which I mean, I can't really think of any other operation in the world where you can still do that. It's no. it's actually very surprising the small amount of people, the percentage of people that want to do it for the aircraft." Right. See, the television show is like when when you watch a show and sure. and uh, everyone falls in love with the characters, the airplanes, and all that stuff, and that's sure. the romance of it. But right. I would say eight out of the and this is like eight a true eight out of the ten pilots don't know what a DC three is. They don't know what a C forty six is. Wow. It's just, really? They just show up, and and this is like what they did. Their uncle did this, or their dad said you have to you have to make a yellow knife before you do something. There's a lot of a lot of times there's a family or a, a, an influence outside of themselves, and, and and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, sure. And then very rarely do you have people that actually care about the airplanes. Um, in, in wow. the, the history sense. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. In history sense, it, much like say, like a UPS driver, it'd be like some people are like, "Oh, this is the brand new, you know, Ford Econoline," <laughs> and other people just be like, "Yeah, this, you know, the you know, air conditioner's not working." Like, it's so it's <laughs> it's all it's all different all different types, but it's uh, yeah, it's 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 surprise. It always surprises me that there would be a new pilot that's checked out in the DC three, right. And mm-hmm. they have no clue, or even want to know about the history of it. And wow. and I was I was guilty of that a bit too growing up. Sure, that was sure. just they were just everywhere, right? That they was were just everywhere. Yeah, it. right. <laughs> and people would show up from Germany or something, and they'd be like, "Oh my God, this airplane was in Market Garden, and the co-pilot's yeah. name was Johnson, and he he went back to and started an auto dealership in New Jersey." And I'm like, "How do you know wow. this stuff?" Like, wow. like <laughs> that's unreal. Yeah, and like they know the whole thing, or, or yeah, just like the, yeah, yeah, like the, for example, the co-pilot that was in one of our airplanes in D-Day WZS, he got shot uh, uh, in another DC three a few days or a few weeks after D-Day, and they shipped wow. him back to Nova Scotia, and he died of his wounds back home in oh, Canada wow. a few no. months later or whatever, and he's buried. Sure. So like they were like. People were like, oh, here's his, I went and found his grave, and this is it. And they're like, it's just, each airplane has these amazing stories. Story, that, yeah. And it just goes out. Unbelievable. And, and, and it's, it's all kind of searchable, right? And, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, so that's that's kind of neat. And, that, and some of that's overboard. Um, sure, sure. A lot of stuff. <laughs> there, was, there was one guy uh, that um, he was very hardcore, and he mm-hmm. want this is before ice spots this was about two early 2000s mm-hmm. sure. uh, he would want pictures of the of a of one airplane wzs cuz he would uh, every few years he would update the paint as it faded mm-hmm. wow wow yeah so like that's extreme yeah. extreme <laughs> one side <laughs> and then crazy. yeah and then you have the extreme the other side where People come for hangar tours, and they're just a factory of the cats. Like these cats, are <laughs> the best thing in the world, right? No, That's how I always joked. I always joked was if I would ever, you know, set up a facility for tourists or whatever, I just put a bunch of cats in a room. <laughs> That's because, it. That's it. 
because oh. it's just like you could you could like you could be in the Tesla plant or something and the cat walks by everyone like oh there's a cat, there's a cat. <laughs> e- Elon's trying to show his rocket off and he's just like oh. <laughs> heck man down here we've got a place that's called the cat cafe you literally go oh, yeah? in and have coffee with like 50 cats Oh, really? Yeah, man. They jump up on the table. You sitting there putting sugar in your coffee. <laughs> There's a cat. You just I, I'm surprised it's not bigger than Starbucks, really. So, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> great idea. Great idea. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, so, I, different. That's crazy. But I, and I think um, I think one of the questions that come up as well is. Um, what led to the decision, Mikey, to continue to operate these aging aging machines? Obviously, you know, they have a lot of cycles on them. They've they've been through some things there. Most of them are older than my dad. But, you know, what was mm-hmm. the business decision that really that really drove that? Yeah, customers. Um, mm-hmm. All comes down as customers. And sure. that's just like anything. Mm-hmm. Any sure. business, same thing. Um, sure. Like if you find an old auto body shop that's still using lead and doing old school things and just right. like, well, how, why are you still doing that? It's like, well, right. people still bring me cars to, to do it the old fashioned way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and up here, um, the there's a, it's really economical because sure. uh, like I'm looking at the map of the Northwest Territories on my screen here. Right. Twice, yeah. the, size of, twice the size of Texas. Absolutely. Uh, and, there, and there's 40,000 people. So basically wow. Wow. Uh, a high school football game worth of people spread out everywhere so well, how, how do you service those the, the people like there's long distances with very short runways sure and so even if they had the best runways in the world are you going to put a 30 million dollar airplane to service 500 people once a week yeah that makes yeah. sense yeah so like if yeah you could kind of think of it if, if your job is to drop off 500 pounds once a week are you going to go buy a brand new super duty or can you just Grab the old eighty-two F one hundred and fifty, throw it in the yep. back, right and get it done. Right, yep. And, and that's kind of how it is. Um, and and it used to be everywhere. This used to right. be true everywhere. Every mm-hmm. every state in the lower forty-eight had armies of DC threes, and mm-hmm. they, everywhere in the world, Columbia mm-hmm. and a lot of stuff, and every and it's like cockroaches everywhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> it just it just slowly slowly kind of like the glaciers dissipating back up north right it's just like the last bits are alaska and here it's and what causes that is there's no roads and there's no right. people and there's no mm-hmm. good runways and, and that's kind of the mix and that's the last ecosystem like a like a lot uh, australia with weird weird ass platypuses and stuff like that. <laughs> it's the, the last no one no one bothered them so they're still there right it's right, uh, that's right. <laughs> and that's kind of it right it's yeah and like i said i went to i went to business school and it's like none of this makes it none of this is applicable whatever you're right. talking about <laughs> all these business stuff <laughs> it means nothing it means yeah. nothing I don't know what a widget is, and, and we don't have them, of course, right? <laughs> and, and, and it's it's different. It's it, it, the North is an amazing place because there's oh there's, for sure. It's like my grandfather was the very first mayor of Hay River, and so like that's how far back it goes. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so like it's not that 
crazy. Like, like there's, in Europe, there's coffee mugs older than the whole, you know, northern Canada, right? So <laughs> that's true. So it's 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 still pretty fresh and and, wow. and stuff like that. Like 200 kilometers, which is like 110 miles north of here, is right. the oldest rock in the world. Like that is that really? is 4.2 really? billion years old, and that's like and and a little bit of a science thing. Uh, sure, this, sure. This is this is. This is very generalized, so if you're right. a, a geologist, you're probably laughing at me. But the, um, <laughs> it's so old, and it's cracked. Like, you can imagine, like, your skin, and if your skin starts to bleed because it's really, right. really cracked, that's, the, like, the inner mantle and stuff can come out from, the like, the diamonds are really um, are really wow. far down there with all the pressure. Wow. Right? There's, there's this kind of magma stuff called kimberlite. Right. And so diamonds can get caught up in this kimberlite and they have these like kimberlite explosions, which is like a volcano. And I've been told that's, I shouldn't say Whoa. that because it's not like that, but any, anything I've seen, I'm like, yeah, it kind of looks like a volcano. <laughs> <The> volcano. <laughs> <laughs> so all these diamonds are through this magma can get to the surface. And so, you know, hundred thousand years a very rare events but when it happens wow. it creates this big pipe and so this big pipe comes up and it shoots these diamonds everywhere and uh and wow. the diamonds are spread out everywhere especially with glaciers and everything right around uh and to find these diamonds it's kind of like a like a dog like a, a sniffing dog that tries to find sure. like a a bad guy you know a right dog, <laughs> like, you'll find the wind right and the, the wind yeah. it actually comes out to like a big v and so the dog is sniffing. He's going to each side of the V until he goes down and he triangulates to where it is. And that's wow. what they did. They were searching for diamonds all over Canada doing this dog-like pattern. They're just hitting the sides and trying to get the small, small, small. And it just happened just north here at Yellowknife where all the diamonds are. Uh, and it's because the, everything is so old. And uh, wow. it, all this stuff can happen. Um, so if you ever wanted to build a house and don't have to worry about it, you just put it there. <laughs> just find your spot there. Holy Except God. when the Holy next God. glacier comes and wipes it right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's you yeah. touched on something I'm curious about. It, mm -hmm. The age of the aircraft, how hard is it nowadays to find parts for these things? Uh, it's the, the world war two stuff is, is fairly okay because of the war effort, you know, mm -hmm. full, there's communities down in the States there where that's all they did was they built the mm -hmm. seatbelts for the B-17 and, and all that oh. stuff. And so they overproduced, um, all the parts, mm -hmm. like the war effort was just nuts. So anything that's yeah. built, uh, 1946 and back, uh, there's like, like we got trailer loads of rudder pedals and just wow. Oh, wow. So there's like actually that. a surplus of certain things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Huge surplus. Huge. Oh, interesting. Wow. Um, I thought it there would was, be the uh, opposite. I would Bob think. West. There was a guy named Bob Westbrook in Florida. Uh, mm -hmm. um, he had like just hangers, hangers of brand new parts. Wow. Uh, but then the flip side happened after World War II. Uh, everything like say the the DC six and then up DC eight to, to everything, the 707, 737, 747, all these airplanes, uh, our parts were built to order. Um, and so these are mm. for profit companies. The, yep. there's no enemy, there's no Hitler. So they just built. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of times it's the modern airplanes. Like if, if you, if, if I'm an Airbus A380 right now and I right. bust a wing tip, I'm going to have to call Airbus and they're going to have to build me one. They're going to right. build it. Exactly. 
Yeah. Yeah. So good point. And, and good point. God knows what materials it's made out of. Mm-hmm. So, oh Lord, yeah. Yeah, and the process is where these airplanes literally Rosie the Riveter in either mm-hmm. Long Beach, California, or mm-hmm. Oklahoma City was a 22-year-old lady with a rivet gun did built this airplane by hand, right? So right, right. in wow. 2022, I think we, we could figure it out. So there's a lot of the airplane think, that can, yeah. a mm-hmm. lot of the airplane can be repaired. Um, right. modern airplanes with composite and, and different alloys and different like if a CNC machine made it means a human can't. So right. it's yeah. like back then there's no CNC machine, so you just kind of did that's true. Yeah. Just did. like working yeah. on an older older vehicle compared to a new vehicle where you got to hook a computer up to it to find out what the heck's going on. That's mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, hundred percent. And and the new the new um, car has benefits that could run a lot better and higher, higher more power. efficient, yeah. Yeah. more fuel more efficient, fin- absolutely. But mm-hmm. when the zombie apocalypse comes, like yeah, <laughs> go out there to the '86 Chevrolet, <laughs> fire <Yeah>. up. <laughs> you know, it was funny. I was we went down to Venezuela on the one uh, you might have seen on one of the Ice Pots episodes where we went to go find a right. uh, uh, the CL15. The Chevy oh yeah, Caprice, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a 1985 Chevy Caprice, they were everywhere. And I was like, wow, if, if you would have known, you could just buy that one car for the rest of your life. Give me that Chevy Caprice. You'd be That's good to right. go because that are, whatever's that car, man, they, they sure drive a lot of them. So. A lot of them. <laughs> driving a boat on asphalt. Yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes! And uh, I see the uh, I see the seven thirty seven uh, in your background, Mikey. There is that a uh, is that a dash two hundred with the gravel kit, or is a uh, it's a three it's model? a three hundred. So it's a uh, it's oh. a three hundred. Uh, I can kind of see it there. I'll, I'll try to disappear oh, there. there. Yep. But, yeah, there. yeah, it's a three hundred <laughs> special freighter. Um, oh. The big thing is is our issue is because the Electra does all the gravel stuff. Sure. Is um is we need pavement to pavement, and the C forty six is our pavement to pavement airplane right um so this airplane uh our main route will be yellow knife and hey where or sorry yellow knife hey, edmonton to yellow knife <laughs> edmonton yellow sure. knife every night uh and the fuel savings by using this airplane versus say a, Lech, a lockheed electra or a 737 200 will pay for the airplane in three years just in fuel savings oh my goodness wow and, you know, three <laughs> wow. years of buffalo airways is basically a weekend so we're uh, that to a uh, time works a lot different for for us. Um, so, wow! Like this airplane, this airplane right here is like it was built in '86, so right. technically, yeah, it's like a Chevy Caprice. But anyway, it's like <laughs> so, it, uh, yeah, it's um, it we could theoretically operate it. Uh, there's a major skin repair in about five thousand cycles, but after that, sure. because of the low utilization, um, mm-hmm. and. And low entry point. These airplanes are fairly cheap right now, as the seven three seven eight hundreds. So, mm-hmm. what it, what happened? Your little little airline thing sure. simplified a bit is so the maxes <laughs> come up, right? Mm-hmm. And so what the maxes do? They push the eight hundreds down, right? So, they, so the eight hundreds then push the, the all the classics down, mm-hmm. right? So the classics, and then and then all the anybody that was running uh, Jurassics, the two hundreds, yeah. Now buy classics cheap. Right, and that's kind of where we're at. And the same thing for freighters. Um, So any of these eight hundreds that were, you know, the top end passenger machines are now the top end freighters. Freighters, because you're not going to go to Boeing and buy a brand new seven thirty seven for a freighter. 
no. So the 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 Boeing uh, the 800s become freighters, which pushed down the 400 freighters, which pushed down the the 200s, and Mm -hmm. so all that stuff. And then there's a price benefit for that too. Right. Um, So 10 years ago, these airplanes were twice as twice the value that they are Mm -hmm. now, Uh, but they still do the same job. They burn the same fuel. The parts are even cheaper now because Southwest is basically. You, you, you can't drive from uh, Arizona to Texas without <laughs> hitting three or four or some 37, 300. So, exactly. So, exactly. So there, there is kind of a war effort to these airplanes now where there was there was a lot of them built. And wow. you don't need to manufacture the parts because there's a, there's a heck of a lot of them sitting there. Um, so it sure. is kind of a, a fits our business model. And it took me a long time uh, to study and do everything and figure out you know, different aircraft right. and, you know, the HER series, the Dash series, the, right. you know, the Fokker 50, which is a very good airplane. It's not, it's sure. highly underutilized. Sure. Uh, and uh, Basler's and, and, you know, the, the modified wow. um, Hawker uh, 748s of the ATPs, I think they call them. Um, yeah, ATPs. All, all these different ones, you throw them all into a pile and, and what comes out is, uh, well, uh, the 737-300, I can do 40,000 pounds. I can burn 30% less fuel than a 200. Uh, and wow. the Electra, it's just like, and the entry point's fairly low. Fairly and low. bang for your buck, I can actually go against an 800. Um, if the if if the freight is around 40,000 pounds, which right. a lot of freight that we do is, is last minute pop-up stuff. So sure. if you have above 40,000 pounds, use an 800 if you have a 10,000 pound generator that has to go from houston to calgary to to get onto the oil field we're going to be the best price per pound by far by far Mm. by far so there's there's a niche for this airplane and and what and and our business model a lot of times is is have an airplane that could sit and Mm -hmm. and when you you patience is like we turned 52 this year and a lot of that is wow patience is is like a C forty six, and 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 that's part of the thing with the Warbirds too, is, sure. is a lot of its patience. Um, these airplanes cannot go um, and do like what a, a Dash eight for Horizon can just literally pick it up at the factory and then fifteen years later drop it off, and you'd be like, oh, we blew too many tires. Like it's just like <laughs> that's it. Like you're gonna change tires and. As long as no one steals it, but uh, <laughs> you, could, you, could do, you could do pretty good. Um, but uh, yeah, with the, with the, the vintage airplanes, you got to have low utilization too, which is really key. But so yeah, wow. the seven thirty seven three hundred can be low utilized. The pilot training, believe it or not, is expensive, but it's not as expensive as the electric because we can use a simulator. Because there's no. Coming right back to the simulator subject, <laughs> there's no simulator for these airplanes that are that are qualified. There is a DC three simulator in the Netherlands. Uh, we do own Electra simulators, but they're they're basically sizes of fifty three foot trailers. Uh, oh wow! So wow. That, the benefit of this airplane is horrendously expensive to train, uh, but it's cheaper than the Electra. <laughs> Holy! Because stars. the Electra is burning five thousand pounds an hour to train a co-pilot. So, oh wow! Well, that adds up in a hurry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't tell For Elon; sure. he would. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh my oh, goodness! Yeah. That yeah. 
that's amazing to see the you know even to this day the 737 classic uh generation is is still being utilized you know for freight operations and you know i mean truth be told there's such work i'll tell you what if they can survive southwest airline cycle they can survive. <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> and well god bless southwest airlines for ordering so much like that's <laughs> you know, they, uh, it's really good and yeah so it's it's really neat to yeah. It's kind of funny. Everything is is very American based. Like I, I'd say, I'd say we're probably more American up here than I'd say probably a lot of other places because of the influence of everything. Of how many people think my father is an American and he barely's left Yellowknife his entire life? Oh wow, wow. really? <laughs> yeah, because Alaska. Everyone thinks it's Alaska. Yeah, right? everybody thinks it's Alaska. Yeah. yeah. Anything north of the Brooklyn Bridge, I guess, is Alaska. <laughs> Alaska. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. I'm gonna put you on blast. Wait, where'd you uh, think? Uh, where'd you think the show was based earlier? <sighs> I thought it was Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo, New York. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> this wild frontier. Man. So good, man. I'm, like, I'm like, listen, man, I, I grew up in New let's, York let's, City and I knew Buffalo that. was cold, but man, I didn't know it was that cold. <laughs> Did the rivers ever like thaw in Buffalo? Like... <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. Oh, it was smoke. I was like, yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, I know it's. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a common thing. And actually, that's why, believe it or not, that's why they didn't call it Buffalo Aries the show. It's because wow. most of the viewers, most of any Canadians from in Toronto, like yeah. if, if you're a Canadian, there's a high chance you're in Toronto. Um, <laughs> <Right>. So <laughs> they're highly, they're highly, uh, um, they're highly uh, influenced by Buffalo, New York. It's right there. Right, so anytime you right. see Buffalo, they think Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, so New that's, York. <laughs> that's why they, they had to really put as much as they could into the name. So ice, so it's cold. Pilot, so it's airplane, and NDBT, so where it's at. So it's right. for 18 characters, it's pretty distinctive. It's pretty like you can kind of narrow it down. It's, yeah. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's, that's just kind of how it is uh, a lot of yeah. ways. My, uh, I'm really good uh, friends and, and guy that helped me out when I was starting with right. television was, was Alex Debogorski, uh from Ice Road Truckers. Ice Road Truckers, um, right. Yeah, season one was done out of Yellowknife here. Uh, really? With all locals. Um, wow. So Deb Debogorski, uh, I was in Alaska with, uh, I used to be a mechanic on the CL215 water bombers. Right. And I was just, I turned on the TV and he's on History Channel laughing. I'm like, what the frick is. And, and, and back then we called him Alec. We called him right. Alec. Uh, and because he's, is he Polish? I can't remember. He's, he's, he's always, he changes every week what he is. But he goes, <laughs> he goes, uh, I go back and I'm like, Alec, what the heck are you doing on television? He's like, oh, they paid me five grand. I'm like, they paid you five what? grand? You yeah, man, it's like, tell me all the stuff. And I'm like, it's like 5,000 US dollars. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. I was like, one day maybe I could be on TV. Um, so about two years later, when Icepot started going, he really helped right. me out. I love him to death. Probably not the best influence because he's very, um, he's very uh, cons cons conspiratorial. <laughs> right, <laughs> um, but he's uh, it's um, he's very good. He's a he's a really good-hearted person. He he's the guy who goes to the hospital and and grabs sure. and helps people and grabs wow. people from the rock bottom and brings them to rehab. The guys, the guys, in wow. he's a he's 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 an angel. He's not the most cleanest angel, but he's still sure. an angel. Yeah, uh, but he did help me out quite a bit uh, and all that stuff. Wow. The, the whole part of that story was 
is anytime he goes to the states and he's in truck shows and does all this stuff and right i call him proper famous I, i'm because aviation's not that big uh he's like proper famous he's like he was like jay leno and billboards in la and stuff like that <laughs> and I, I got i got my picture like in oshkosh on like a obstacle stand right so but so he's proper famous but uh, it's laughable how many times that he's introduced as you know a true american alan stavagorski he's like oh my uh, <laughs> a polish canadian like but it's that's that's how we are up here it's that right that, and that and that's why it's easily you could easily mistake uh, the north for for the u.s really the it's US, just, uh, right to influence like wow. like growing up all all i had was was like the simpsons and fresh prince that was like the only wow. two, right <laughs> that was my only influence everything else was boring canadian stuff um, right, <laughs> or just like just the queen telling you what to do and stuff. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's, it's it's good. Yeah, no, it's all no, it's all good. No. But yeah, no, Simpsons yeah. and the Fresh Prince were Fresh big, Prince. Big Prince. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Shout out to Fresh Prince, but he still oh, comes on during the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm as old as Uncle that's Phil the... now. Now, so that's. The... <laughs> <laughs> No, I never thought well, that would happen, but <laughs> <laughs> comes quick, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it comes, it comes quick for sure. And that's what's just amazing, you know. And again, I've been, I've been following you since uh, Ice Pilots, and I was scrolling through the tube. You know, of course, you know, you're laying down in bed, you know, hitting all the notifications, and you see plane savers. So what the heck is this? And then I see your picture. I was like, no way. <laughs> so my question to you, Mikey, is what brought on Plane Savers? What brought on, what inspired you to uh, to uh, start that venture? Well, everything is kind of a long story, but uh, the, the short version <laughs> of it is uh, we were about to, we we're very close to making uh, the new series of Ice Pops. And we mm. had... The production company Omni, which is amazing, uh, right. they had they invested some money to have writers and stuff come up. And what the writers do is not like make stuff up. The writers sure. come up and try to figure out what's going on to write down what's going on oh. to send it back to to the production company. Mm -hmm. So I can't just like it should be the version would be like me phone up and go, "What's going on? Oh, I got to see for you." Don't speak that language. You actually got to send a writer up. To actually write down what the hell's going on got it. And, and to a format and then send it back to the production company production right. company sends it to the network and says this is what we have it's kind of like a you know trying to like sell a house or something you get all the best right. pictures and best <laughs> angles and everything and you say, put it into a pdf but anyway right so we were doing that and uh we were getting pretty close and mm -hmm. Uh, up on eBay, this DC3, this D-Day DC3 popped in and mm -hmm. uh, people were sending me the link. Anytime there's a DC3 for sale, I get spammed the link like crazy. <laughs> and um, So I uh, I got it and I was kind of wasn't paying attention because it didn't have a cargo door on it and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And finally, I saw the D-Day part of it. And the last episode of Icebox was a big, big mm -hmm. D-Day machine. So mm -hmm. D-Day is a big part of me and I love D the whole thing and preserving sure. those airplanes and stuff. Right. stuff. Um, and, uh, so when that, so that was like, oh, geez. So I was like, well, that would be a great part, uh, to, to kick off a TV show is, Hey, let's go out, right. grab the crew, get the airplane going and, and save it. Right. Sure. And yeah. they thought it was really good. And, and I was like, well, you know what? And, and, you know, this year coming up is mm -hmm. the 75th anniversary D-Day. And, you know, the last oh, episode right. was the 70th. So I was like, oh, right. there's a lot of synergy there. And I think we yep. can 
looking at the pictures, I'm like, it doesn't look like it's that bad. Like it's bad, right. but not that bad. And um, and so we're like, oh, you could probably do this. And so we submitted it and did all the stuff. And the network was like, yeah, we love it. Can you do it next year? <laughs> and I'm like, well, next year, <laughs> that's not kind of how it works. Is like television's really slow when sure. it comes. To it. So it takes a year to get the show going, and then they film it. And then by the time it gets aired, it's another year. So yeah, it's like a two-year process right. to, to see on television. Once it's going, it can be really quick. Um, right. Right. Because the show airs really quick. Even though, say, it takes you a year. Yeah, It only right. takes the show 13 weeks to, to air each episode. Oh, so you can go wow. from a year to really about a few weeks ago over the course of the season. But anyway, wow. you know, time, time works a little bit different. Sure. So... I was like, yeah, you know, no, we can't really do it next year. And I was like, well, I started falling in love with the idea. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. if I buy it and then I, you know, um, you know, I got a GoPro, I could just right. film the process. And so we bought it and, and then I didn't have a team or anything. I just, the right. idea of saving the airplane and you could see it in the very first episodes of plane savers where I just, yep. I didn't even have a name for it. I was like, what do you guys think <laughs> we should call it? And I think we can do this. And I can like, I know I had my uncle Ronnie, which was like in the scene of the Avengers when Loki comes in and, uh, and he's like, "I got an army." And Tony Stark's like, "Well, I got the we got the Hulk." Got the Hulk. Yep. And, was, <laughs> and I, I knew that was my uncle Ronnie because he just like he just that's what he does. He is right. He was the one human out of six billion that was born to go in the bush and get DC threes. That's just what he right. does. So it's like. <laughs> To him, that's Tuesday. Like, this is not special. So, it's like, <laughs> so I was like, if I can just put Ronnie next to the airplane, we could figure the rest out. And so right. that's the process of the show. And it's in real time. I shot everything, edited, and put it online that day. Wow. So there was no, there was no next day. So wow. from the very first episode to when we flew the airplane was 156 days. Mm-hmm. And, and we only spent the last... 56 days with the airplane and it happened all in real time. So right on the 75th anniversary of DJ, we had about 650 people there as they're watching right. flew in from all over the world. Right. And my father jumped in the airplane and flew it. And, <laughs> and then that's, that whole process was, yeah, was documented daily. So people would, would, uh, when you got home from work, I would get mm-hmm. the video up probably around six or 7 PM at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got home from work. Uh, you could watch the show. You could see what we did that day or people in England would wake up in the morning and, and yeah. get it fresh. Right. And there were so, so many people, like so many wives and girlfriends, uh, would message me like, I really hate your voice. Um, because my <laughs> husband or what, every morning I'm trying to wake up and he's sitting here watching you on TV. This Kermit the Frog sounding guy is really ruining my life. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah. So that, that whole process was really, was really amazing. And, and that's kind of what happened is, is we just documented it and, and uh, as much just like the television show, it's just like what's oh, going on sure. today, what's the goal for today, and did we achieve it? Yes or no? And if if it's yes, good. If it's no, what can we do <laughs> tomorrow to challenges. make it better? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's wow. kind of that's how that started, and so and then cool. YouTube stuff is different. It's it's more of oh, a, sure. a, a creative outlet for me, as you can imagine. Yep. There's a lot of things in my head, so uh, it's <laughs> just get some of that out of there. Um, which is for sure leaves room for to take a break once you get stuff there. Your head. <laughs> Absolutely, I could, I could just sit there and uh, and watch watch a Marvel movie. Really, 
Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just like one of, one of your episodes I saw a while back. Uh, I think it was like a, it was like uh, what was it? NHL. Yeah, it was NHL. I think '94, the best video game of all time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's sure. a whole nother story. It's, it's NHL '94. It's this weird, especially in New York City, which is really weird. But anyway, it's it's the one can it's the one thing that Americans and Canadians could definitely be on the same. <laughs> 100 percent is this this love of this video game especially yeah, absolutely in, in, in the new york area um <laughs> and uh so i right after ice pops right after literally like the same month i went and started mm -hmm. filming that documentary and I, I got some funding from the government and everything and we went around and right it was like basically the best vacation of my life is hunting down <laughs> um this no, story and it was this video game was built in a barn in maine by a guy named Mark Lesser who never watched hockey at all. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yep. so he was he, he basically didn't know anything about anything. He had to start from scratch, <laughs> and he ended up building the best video game of all time, which happens to be just NHL 94, which right. is, you know, just like Madden. And yeah, in fact, right. NHL 94 is the only time a, a hockey game outsold Madden to this day. So anyway, it's to a big, day. complicated story about how it wow. all works. And and a lot of the Ice Pilots guys uh, helped me film it, which was great. So it was kind of like this kind of release after six years, six straight years of filming Ice Pilots. Right. We got to go around the U.S. and chase this video, U.S., Canada, and chase this video game around. So, <laughs> That's awesome. Literally going, to the, literally going to the guy's house. Mark, I've literally, I'm in Maine during the snowstorm, and I go to the guy's house, and we go to his basement, and we find the very first game because they're all serial numbered. Yeah, and right. Like NHL '94 number one, and he wow. didn't even know he had it. Oh, really? Like, oh. Wow! <laughs> Did you ask wow. him to have it? <laughs> well, he he gave me a copy. In, in the really? He's like, "Oh, you can have this," because he had a box of them, and I was right. like, oh, "Wow, that's awesome!" And I looked down, and it's just like the like the Holy Grail. It's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> it's glowing. Like, yeah, you pick one. it up, and it's glowing. <laughs> and then, you could see me. You could see me in my in. in this is happening in real time on film. I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm doing this complicated thing in my head where I'm like, do I just take this and put the one he gave me down? And I'm like, really <laughs> my whole life of guilt if I did that, right? And I'm just like playing my whole life out if I just stole this. And then so I, you can see I come up with this great plan. I'm like, hey, you gave me this one. Can I trade for this one? And, and I thought this was the perfect way out. And he looks at it and he's like, well, why would you say that? And he grabs it and he's like, no, you can't. This is the <laughs> Dang, so close. So close. Yeah, so, that's, that's a cool thing when you just film. Is you can right. Yeah. Moments like that. And yeah. I right. Awesome. I know we're com completely off track, but I guess. At, no, you know, this is all. Off track is great the CTP. <laughs> a, a Sega Genesis Simulation kind of is like a simulator. That was my first console, man. Sega Genesis. I'll never forget. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Man, you didn't have no yeah. regular Nintendo mic. No, man. Sega Genesis is the first one my wow. parents got for me. Yeah. We still got an original Atari somewhere around here. Really? Somewhere yeah. floating around. It probably oh, doesn't yeah. work, but we got one. I was I was full I the, the cult of Sega, like you know, like blast processing and like anybody had a Super Nintendo, just be like, oh that's a kid's machine, like yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh yeah. My yeah, my Mortal Kombat's got blood and you you got you got freaking Mario Kart like yeah. <laughs> coins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, coins. <my> <laughs> 
Man, call right, me let's... call me weird, but I can still smell the startup of the Sega Genesis, especially when it was brand new. <laughs> oh yeah, literally, yeah. man. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we thought we were so cool. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I never really grew up. The ICC, I'm still chasing that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm rather. Right yeah, I still play with Legos. Well, we actually with the with the we still hold uh, live tournaments um, for NHL '94. Uh, there was we just oh wow the community, like but there's a community around it. They just had one right. in New York uh, at the Long Island Expo and the the championships wow. this year's in Toronto and. Yeah, I went. I I held in Vegas. I did Toronto. Uh, went oh, to wow. Green Bay. Did a one and and yeah, it's, it's kind of really a neat little community. Cool. And those guys, those NHL '94 guys, they've never right. seen ice spots. They have no clue anything like that. <laughs> to me, I'm just one of their just, one of the guys. One of the different. Uh, they know about airplanes. <laughs> Funny thing. A, a side, another side story. My father. Right. In, in Alberta, is is big in the cars, in vintage cars like that. Oh yeah, but 40s, I saw some in the hangar. 50s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some old school stuff like pre muscle car era. Yeah, and right. so he he's been he went to this uh, before COVID. Mm-hmm. There was he did thirty five years straight of going to this one swap meet. Oh wow! Straight. So wow. there's this whole group of people that didn't even know he was a pilot at all. They thought he worked in the oil rigs, and so then <laughs> when they um when they uh, when the show started up, they were just like, "Why is Joe?" What's he doing? Like, what's we did? They had no clue, right? Yeah, that he was a pilot and uh, all that stuff. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's kind of neat. So once we once we leave this, like I'm in the hangar right now. But once we leave right. the hangar, I, I try to, yeah, just uh, be normal <laughs> and, and not talk about airplanes at all. And, exactly. uh, I try, but it always comes up. Especially for us, you know. Speaking of which, Mikey, did you ever get the opportunity to uh, visit Oshkosh? Did you go? To, did you go this year? I didn't go this year, but we flew after. Right after we got to DC three, we saved it. Mm-hmm. First trip we did was we flew to Oshkosh. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, we flew to Oshkosh. Uh, we stayed there for the week, uh-huh. which is nice. They put us right in the front, and we had like rock stars. Sort of like I was, I was recognized at Oshkosh ten times more from plane savers than I ever was from ice pilots. Really? Wow! Really? And it's because it was ice pilots is pretty broad, but mm-hmm. Plainsaver was so focused and on that Oshkosh community, mm-hmm. and and they they really think that they they I shouldn't say that they really know you. I you know right. it's easy to say they think they know you, but mm-hmm. pretty much they know me better than pretty much anybody. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and there's that parasocial relationship, but right. the thing is with aviation, you could really know somebody pretty quickly by um figuring out the connection like right. my, my my grandfather was a pilot or my mom was a flight attendant you could you could right. start building these character types in your head where you can instantly relate to somebody um and they're not a stranger exactly mm-hmm. there's these there's these these entry points into aviation uh and everybody has one um right mine of course is family but other places different and and mm-hmm. so once you know the person's entry point, then you can start building, you can help build that person in your head to, to instantly relate and be, you know, to talk and interact sure. and stuff like right. that. And, and the horrible thing a lot of times is when people have walls, right? And, and right. it's just like you, yeah, you just, you instantly think uh, you, you 
you know, you know this person in a negative way or a positive way or whatever. Exactly. Like that. But just just the openness of trying to relate and try to find something exactly. like Sega Genesis. It's just like yep, exactly. spell. <laughs> and, and airplanes and, and flight simulating and all that stuff. Yeah. There's so much things that people are have so much in common with. Absolutely. You just focus on those things, then all the other stuff doesn't matter, right? So, oh yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and that's well and that's what makes it. That's what makes this well community said. great, you know. Absolutely, Mikey, because um, you know it's like no matter where you go, you know, you go to your you know, home airport, or you know, from watching you on plane safe, it's like man, you know, like we, I can relate. You know, it's like you know, all four of us, you know, we have something that you know bonds us, and I think that's what makes it. You know, that's what makes this uh, makes this community beautiful. You know. Um, and uh, but it's just it's, it's 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 really really fantastic to have you on, Mikey, and um, you know give us a you know a little bit behind the scenes picture on you know how that was put together because it's just amazing to me. Like you guys will be in the middle of nowhere swinging an engine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how quickly you guys do it too is like wow, man! You guys literally have people there that know airplanes like the back of their hands. It's so amazing. It's 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 truly remarkable. The, the key, the big key, is Easter egg is not being an Easter egger. Is is kind of knowing a problem. I and mean, we go back to like say the nineteen eighty five F one fifty. If you can, if if you know what's wrong, if you can hear it, if yep. you can feel it, you can do it. You like, okay, I've done this seventy five times in the last ten years. This is the issue. The right. worst part is this: if you pulled it into a, you know, a, a, a up here it's called a Canadian Tire, but down there it would be like some <laughs> generic. Uh, automotive place they would yeah, they would exactly. go well let's try the starter and then oh, yeah. that was a hundred <laughs> yeah. so, well, let's try the shock and, yeah. and then and then so that's what will that's what will um kill any airplane operation right uh, especially a small one is is right. uh, is the easter egg yeah and, and but as you go up the whole model is built on easter egging like a 737 <laughs> it's like Replace this part. Replace, yeah, like, yep, replace it, this it, part. It takes out all the, I shouldn't say skill. There's a very, there's a lot of skillful people that work on 737s in the big jets, sure. of course. Mm -hmm. But their systems are completely different because they're they're mm -hmm. told what to do. Uh, exactly. DC3, it's like. It's an art. There's no. It's it like, is an art. You get a Ouija board? Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what you know. That's what that's what blew my mind. You know, you know, you'll watch the mechanic, and you know, these are we're talking about these are just old radial engines. I mean, it's already difficult enough to find someone who would even know what they're looking at. Period. But just to be able to diagnose, boom! Oh yeah, we need to do this, and boom! You know, they're up and flying was just absolutely no time. So yeah. on, on the on the flip side of that is it's not scalable, right? So mm. like it's it, and that's that's the. <laughs> Playing the devil's advocate of the thing is is that Buffalo Airways, when you operate T forty sixes and that kind of stuff, is not scalable. Sure. Like sure. there is only one Uncle Ronnie. There's only one home. Right. And he can he can only <laughs> so much. So if yeah. you're if you're a company like Southwest, uh, everything has to be the same. Everybody, yeah, yeah. your the skill level of pilots, you yeah. got to be the lowest pilot is what you train for because right. any pilot that is. Uh, is lower than that is fired and e-pilot exactly. is, is higher than that might do something that puts the lower pilots in danger because they can't exactly. do that. You got, right. And mechanics are the same. So 
um, that's why uh, stuff gets soulless as it gets bigger is because sure. you have to scale. Mm-hmm. You got to scale. Your, you know, your Starbucks, your KFCs, your McDonald's and stuff like that. Yep. When you go grab a Big Mac in, in Houston, you grab a Big Mac in high-level Alberta, it's mm-hmm. identical. And right. it has to be. But right, if you go to right. a mom and pop, you can have a way better burger mm-hmm. at, at, the, at the truck stop, but you can't do that at scale. Because right. that one chef knows that one spice to put in the one thing and you get the one ketchup somewhere and you want mustard. So exactly. So and that's that's the beauty. And that's why Ice Pilots is a moment in time uh between 2008 and 2014 mm-hmm. uh, that was captured. That that mm-hmm. time will never exist again. Mm-mm. Right. It's we can't the stuff that we were doing there has changed with safety sure. procedures and pilots and training and new regulations sure. every year. Yeah. So and when we were filming, the number one thing the old guy said was, man, imagine if they're here 20 years ago. Imagine if they're here 30 years ago. <laughs> but we could say that now. We were like, good right. thing we got it back then because we can yeah. do that now. We can do it now. <laughs> so so that, that's a beautiful thing is this moment in time. Um, and, and part of um, uh, part of the part of the whole uh, reason I wanted to do that too was, right. was it sounds weird, but it's just like people in the show uh they they have these big adventures and their family at home has no clue uh, yep. yeah it's like ah, well, johnny's in yellow knife and he's, he's very cold we gotta send him a jacket it's just like, they don't know. johnny's being stuck in cambridge bay with a blown engine gone and all that stuff so it's just like so that that moment in time so when johnny's at air canada that it right. can go, hey, look at this. Like this is what I did at this one moment. <laughs> it wouldn't be lost. Otherwise, no. it would be lost. Ninety absolutely five percent of what happened on ice pilots, if it wasn't on ice pilots, I would have never remembered. And there's some <laughs> wow. it, like it was it would be gone. It's just like yeah. wow. It's just like what did you have for supper, you know, six years ago on May 3rd? It's just like exactly. You can remember the top parts, like oh right. yeah, like yeah, I remember being in Turkey, mm-hmm. and oh, you remember when we went to Venezuela, and you remember D Day, <laughs> and it's just like you kind of remember the tops, but then there's like all the who was there, what was it like? Mm-hmm. So it's just this, this absolute moment in time, which is just amazing. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, like and again, you know, um, just you know, going through the show and. You know, going through, you know, especially the YouTube channel, you know, you can clearly see the passion, you know, Mikey, and uh, into what you do. And um, especially keeping these uh, keeping these old planes going. And um, I know I myself, you know, just been um, just been a huge fan and will continue to be a fan. And, you know, I even see I'm even yeah. see I even saw that, uh, you know, you had a uh, had a. Huge guest up there as well, uh, Mr. Uh, Sam Chewy, I believe. I think you did. Yeah, Sam. Him as well. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but a little like Sam, which was funny with Sam, was uh, he's like, uh, I, I'm pretty close knit with a lot of the aviation YouTubers uh, that is kind of in that Warbird air show niche. Right, and, right. Uh, <clears throat> and Sam was always this this guy that was had like, and a king size bed over Dubai and so five hundred million dollar jet. Like, it was like the weirdest thing. People are always like, 
oh, you should uh, you should ask Sam to come up to Yellowknife. I'm like, oh, Sam doesn't want to go to Yellowknife. Why would he? He's doing pretty well for himself. <laughs> Eating caviar and stuff. Um, right. but, but little did I know, he was trying to come up to Yellowknife since the beginning. Wow. And wow. he was, any time he would, he would be around somebody in kind of my circle-ish. Yeah, yeah. Right. He would ask, like, oh, can I get Mikey's contact info? I want to go up to Yellowknife. I, right. I didn't know any of this. He just happened to be on a Plane Savers uh, video and saw that there's an email, just planesavers at gmail.com. Right. And he just wrote an email. So, hey, I'm Sam. I make YouTube videos. I like come up yelling. I'm like, yeah, I know who you are. <laughs> so I, I jumped. Uh, it's 707 stuff. I love that. You know, when yeah. you're like flying on the 707, which yeah. is very, very cool. Oh, absolutely. Probably one of the coolest things. And one of the, the best examples how YouTube is better than any any network TV is, is stuff sure. like that. And exactly. uh, sure, So, yeah, yeah he... Um, yeah, he jumped on. He's like, yeah, I wanted to come. And I didn't realize it did this that easy. Like, literally, like, three minutes after he sent me the email. I'm like, sure, come on. Um, and then, so, yeah, he jumped in. And, like, like a week later, he was here. And Wow. And, um, yeah, so that was very cool. And we did that little segment. And, you know, yeah. it was very, very hot out. I was like, should have came in the wintertime. But that's uh, <laughs> pretty fun. So, yeah, so that's, that's kind of how the small. Right stuff works and and yeah. all my other youtube friends didn't come I've, he's the only <laughs> YouTuber, uh that's came up here uh there there was wow. one, a guy named boogie or something like that it was like one of the proto uh bloggers from a long right. time ago he came up right. here once but all my aviation um friends that you know every time i talk to them oh, i'm coming up to you and i've yeah, known these guys for decades, or not decades <laughs> youtube decades yeah. youtube decades, YouTube decades. Yeah. um and uh yeah they're yeah sam's like jumped on a flight jumped on uh, air canada uh <laughs> econo economy i'm like oh that worked out for you <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, he's very good. He, he, he's he, the thing with Sam is he's very driven, and I can see right. why. For I can sure. seeing the behind the scenes of how he does stuff and right. how yeah. he um how he can uh, see a situation and mm -hmm. and and turn that situation into uh, a video is is right. very cool, and he's right. very um he's very unique in that point of view. Um, right, because he's 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 not uh, not a pilot, uh, not a mechanic. Uh, he's just mm -hmm. a fan, and he's a fan sure. of aviation, and sure. so he could see it from that point of view. So a lot of right. aviation YouTubers are so stuck in the pilot point of view. Oh yeah, um, yeah. that mm -hmm. that uh, it's just like here's my approach, uh, and here's 25 minutes of it, and there's no cutaways. Right. Why doesn't it have six million views? Right. It's just like exactly that, the people that love that stuff love it. And if you right. cut away from that approach, the person's like, I'm going to unsubscribe and never watch you again. But like <laughs> right. that, that certain stuff is, is, is how it is. And then, but to, to reach a broader audience, uh, you gotta, you gotta do it at scale. You gotta exactly. homogenize and, and do that, that perspective kind of stuff. for sure. Yeah. I Which was a little sidetrack, side no. note, sidetrack. <laughs> there's a group of European filmmakers that mm -hmm. film rights. And they mm -hmm. film it in real time. Big and Jet TV? So the, what's that? Big Jet TV? No, no. This is before. No, that's like live streaming. They're oh, like, okay. This is, this is like a guy shows up. 
with a camera, gets on an airplane, and just goes. Oh wow! Looks out the window. Looks at the altimeter. Looks out the window for three hours. Three hours. And puts it on a DVD. And then they sell wow. it as as wow. a thing, and 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 there's 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 that group of people, right? But I was oh, so yeah. excited because this was like, this was probably pre nine eleven, so like right, yeah, like ninety nine two thousand. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. I got this DVD. The guy went for a flight on the DC four. Right. Like, oh, cool! This is gonna be awesome. It's gonna be like Ice Pops before I even knew what Ice Pops was, and right. then it's just like, what the frick is this? <laughs> after five minutes, I'm like, this is horrible. <laughs> this is like the sound is completely homogenized. There's no editing, <laughs> and I'm like, what? The- is this what aviation videos are? It's just like. <laughs> I've like, seen those videos. I know. <laughs> but on the flip side, on the absolute flip side of it, 20 some years later, that's a moment in time. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. If you wanted to know what it's like to be on a DC4, that yeah. is exactly what it's like <laughs> to be in a DC4. Just just put some hydraulic fluid on your face so you can get that smell. That smell. Uh, <laughs> and, and that's it. So th- even that, to me, I was horrified. I was horrified. I thought I was going to watch Top Gun. But it was like... <laughs> it was... But even that. So everything has its... Oh, everything yeah. has its, its thing. And again, going back to YouTube, that is amazing. Sure. So like, oh, yeah. anytime I have to do something technical... Um, and I, you know, like I go to YouTube, I'm like, Hey, show me this. Uh, and right. sometimes it's like the video is like, Hey everybody, thanks for watching my last video. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't subscribed Shane, here's, here's the thing from, uh, you know, Moonspoon, the new cereal it doesn't have any sugar. It goes on and on. Exactly. <laughs> I just want to know how to, you know, change a clock on my VCR. Like this, I can't find the manual. And it's just like, goes on and on and on. Oh it's like half a vlog. So. <laughs> so it's it, and that's just how it is. So each, oh each, yeah, and again, that's the beautiful thing about YouTube. Exactly. Hey, man, that's an awesome serial name. No, I should make. One. Don't don't feel bad, Mikey. I'm, I'm checked out as well. After like that first few seconds of the app, like man, I'm, I'm, I forgot what I was looking for. So, so. Oh, yeah. So it's uh, it's good. And then like like shout out to like like uh, I who, who I believe does it the best and and, and mixes everything. As good as possible as flight shops. Right. I don't know if you guys see right. these videos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. He, he gets rid of all the flash. He has yeah. all the technical spirits. He cares so much about the pilot experience. Right. And, he, and he's legitimate. Mm-hmm. Like, I spent a lot of time with flight shops, and he's exactly like he is on film. He is <laughs> no, no way. That is how he is, and he cares awesome. so much. Uh, wow. So he, to me, he is, he is, to me, he is the. Michael Jordan, the the Wayne Gretzky, the, the that <laughs> style of of you can't if you could you could be better at him in a video maybe right. once or twice, but to do two hundred videos at the, yeah. the exact same consistent, thing, consistent, right, great. consistent, consistent, yeah, yeah. And then I I really like Trent Palmer because he's, he's right. on oh, the yeah. other side of that where he's he's got a, he's got he's really got a flash his his cinematography is right. amazing he's not scared to you know branch out and do something like completely non-aviation related exactly and i met him at oshkosh i was really impressed by him he he's he's 
he's he's the other side of it and then and then there's like uh wow then there's the crash guys uh, like blanco illyrio and uh, dan yeah rider yeah rider he's uh yeah. i've talked to him quite a bit he's dc his dc3 is from fokker he's got a german oh. DC3. Uh, yep. German, oh that's uh, right that's right fairly rare um yeah but anyway, yeah, he's so based there in atlanta too Dennis? Oh, interesting. Yeah, yep. He's here somewhere close to Atlanta. So he's uh, so the Crash Guys, um, and I, I kind of call them Crash Guys. As you can see, what videos get the most views is the crashes. Sure. And, mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And yeah. anytime there's a crash, we're all on the video trying to watch, and we all yeah. Oh, yeah. trying oh, to yeah. figure out what's going on. Guilty. Right. It's, a, it's a necessary thing, and yeah. but to me, to me that is, and and those two guys, I I I. I, I talk about those two guys because i like them they're really good guys yep. they, and they're completely opposites like they you know, are like <laughs> they Michael are. would just be like okay folks there's no like this is just the facts and then Dan's yeah, like, yeah. right i literally went to the crash site and pulled up the thing and so there are two things but the thing with youtube is that there's the algorithm and algorithm loves crashes like oh, if you want yes. a million view video deal with the crash video yeah uh, i'm just happy that those two guys are the leaders in it right now because it could go bad exactly. it could be very bad but did you see that dan where he went on the roof of that one building and grabbed that light the one oh lady that, that, that oh yeah her. from uh from what was it name? Boise? She was coming yeah. in on two oh eight and she hit the top of the building the of the, on the yeah. alpha approach. I'm watching yeah. the YouTube video. Yeah. I'm like, what, <laughs> Dan? You're like on the roof and he grabs the light and he brings the light home. I'm like, what kind of yeah. world? Is that? That's crazy. I missed <laughs> that. Yeah, and he's like, it yeah. wasn't even hooked up and all this stuff. I'm like, and then he goes into the math and it's like a hour and a half video I'm like, have, what yeah, am i I'm watching i'm like yeah this is nuts so yeah this, <laughs> so there's 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 all that and then, and then uh yeah and then there's a bunch of the guys in alaska they're doing really good and, oh for sure and then, and then on the other side there's, there's uh, sam who's um yeah. does his own thing and, and oh yeah great content yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah puts you in that world because when are we yep. gonna you know spend thirty thousand dollars to go on a <laughs> emirates flight just to you know Review that. first we, class. Yeah. We can do it for exactly. free by watching a Sam video. Right? Exactly. Yep. That's as, it. Yeah, as yeah. long as we get um, NordVPN or whatever. But exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, but, yeah. So I, I do, and there's the brush freeze, and there's, there's every yeah. That's that's a beautiful thing about YouTube. And this moment yeah. in YouTube time, we don't know how lucky we are that we're in this oh, for moment. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. Where we're. Well, 100%. people like yourselves and me and, and content creators can can carve 100%. out their own piece, and then it's yep. you're, there's there's no network, there's no boss, there's no. no company. Mm -hmm. You guys can make a podcast and do whatever you want. We right. can be talking about <laughs> NHL '94 on a podcast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. uh, and you can. You don't have yep. you don't have a station manager going. Get that guy off the screen. <laughs> 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 so, no, and um, you're hundred so percent right, Mike. What, this stuff. Yeah, you're, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you're 100 right. You know, I, I, I say it all the time, especially you know, uh, being a pilot. It's you know those learning experiences that you get from those investigations and from you know the crash guys that you mentioned. Um, mm -hmm. To me, are you know as unfortunate as they may be, you know, it's it's important. You know, it's mm -hmm. important, it important to 
analyze those that, you know, I know it helps me, you know, in my, Absolutely. you know, in my, in my everyday trips, you know, to develop, you know, we looked at, a, I think we looked at one, I talked about one yesterday, you know, and um, like, again, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but, you know, at the same time, it's, it's learning experience for sure. Yeah. For sure. And like I said, Dan Grant is crazy, but I guarantee you he <laughs> saved, he saved lives. He has. Saved Absolutely. Lives. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, no matter how you do it. He, yep. He's, even though he goes on buildings and rips off antennas and all that stuff, it's, it's like crazy, but yeah. it's a cut through even, the clutter. Even if it's turning that base to final, let me stay coordinated because I don't want Dan Grider talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. He teases me lots, so I don't feel bad teasing him a bit. He, oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah, it's all in good fun. Holy smokes, Mikey! We uh, it's just it's just been an absolute blast. My goodness, it's been a been a just a pleasure to have you on. But I know we're getting about that time. I know you got about tons of things to do over there at the airline. But just to close us out, Mikey, do you have any closing thoughts for us? Any uh, any words of wisdom there? No. Um, the one thing that I didn't mention there was like the Buffalo Airways virtual the. Uh, this the, there's the whole sim airline of Buffalo Air right, that is ran, right. um, and so be, interacting with those guys is really cool because a lot of people oh. aren't fortunate enough to be in an ability to be around aviation for right. natural reasons, health reasons, you know, logistical reasons. Uh, for sure, you know, just basically living on an island, middle of nowhere. There's no airport. Like there's there's right, a whole bunch sure. of reasons why you can't be on the airport. Uh, around in, in aviation, and I, that's why I really like supporting the the, um, the sim community is because it's it, cool, and you can do it on your phone. You could like right. you you could do it, and everyone could be a part of it. And that wasn't true twenty years ago, right. exactly. unless it was building models and all that kind of stuff. Yep. But it's which is its own thing. But like this, the sim community is very cool because it puts anybody. Uh, that has the ability that has a smartphone can do it and then Absolutely. build up and, and do that stuff. So I'm always hugely supportive of that because anybody that's Absolutely. in and around aviation is very, very lucky. And, uh, For sure. and so, so, and aviation is this weird, weird <laughs> thing, like a, a little tangent. When Ice Pilots uh, was on uh, Netflix, uh, right. when, when I was getting orders on our airwares, like our merchandise store, and I was tracking right. on where they were. So I, every order that came in, I, I, in in the U.S., right? I was I was tracking where it came from, trying to see where the fans were, and right. it's like, are the fans from California? Are the fans from Texas? Are the fans from New York? Are the fans from mm -hmm. Montana? Mm -hmm. And so I, over the course of about five months, I think there was like four hundred data points, and I drew, wow. I got the map out and did everything, right? And then I, when I got the map. The only thing was it was it was basically population density. If you took a population density map and uh -huh. you put it back to my map, it's identical. Holy which which tells which tells me that aviation isn't regional. It is basically like ingrained, like the <laughs> like a mutant. There's only certain people that, that you got to be born with it. Male, female, yep. whatever is your you. If you like aviation, it's not exactly. regional. It is no. you could be anywhere. And, Absolutely. and some people, some people are lucky enough to be in. Some people are, are, are you know, have to find their own way to for sure leave that you know, addiction. So exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's kind of cool. So in, in flight sim, model building, air shows, um, for sure. 
uh, YouTube, uh, all that stuff, art. There's so many ways in aviation. And that's why I tell yep. kids when I do stuff too is and like avionics gets you into all your anybody that loves uh, you know, wires yep. and, and electricity, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the mechanics, like even the hydraulics. There's the CNC right. guys, there's um the 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 manual guys people that love safety the people that love yep. firefighting there's firefighting there's there's aviation is so uh, there's, there's, yeah it's not for everyone but for the people that are it's for there's somewhere in there for you so Absolutely. exactly you just got to find it it's not just, just got to find it. it it's you know everyone kind of wants to know that i think aviation is those pilots walking through the terminal with uh you know their little your little bag going by, going by uh, Chili's, but um, <laughs> but there's there's a lot more. There's a lot more. There Absolutely, more. no, you're 100 percent, 100 percent, my right, Mikey, and thank you for saying that because we we preach that till we're blue in the face on this show. Um, you know, not everyone, you know, um, commercial aviation from a, a, a flying perspective, being that being a person, as you mentioned, going through the airport, you know, whether it be health reasons, you know, not everyone can get to that level. But that doesn't mean you're completely out of the game. Right. There's mm-hmm. so many other ventures so one could take to get into the industry. And, um, you know, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, for highlighting that for sure. So. Uh, but we'll, we'll def, uh, definitely, um, guys, if you, uh, to our audience, if you haven't checked out Playing Savers, please check out Playing Savers. We'll definitely we'll link it in the description as well. In addition, in addition, you guys can also check out Ice Pilots. Uh, it still comes on Weather Channel and then also comes on Prime Video. Some Prime Video also. So Correct. Um, and, just, and on YouTube, too. There's, there's a bunch of episodes on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. YouTube's also. So, um, yeah, do not miss it, guys. It's awesome. It's awesome, awesome show show and um yeah again you know from the close traffic family you know uh mikey thank you so much for show uh for coming on and spending some time with us and telling us some cool stories and uh i'll leave it up to mikey mikey uh, not mikey i'm sorry uh mike it's two mics oh my gosh uh, <laughs> first show with two mics <laughs> i guess exactly exactly mike what you got for us brother man i gosh this was just awesome this was great. like I, i'm just blown away i have nothing else really to say besides i do want to come up there one of these days mikey i won't be like your YouTube two friends and have decades pass by and not make it exactly. up there, but, uh, absolutely with youtube decades yeah it would be awesome to, to take a trip up there uh, and definitely see you at uh, one of these upcoming air shows or uh you know conventions uh, we do plan we, we've been telling our audience we do plan at being at oshkosh next year as well as several other uh you know conventions and air shows so um looking forward to meeting you in person man yeah i'll be at, I'll, most likely i'll be at oshkosh if this airplane hasn't uh, got the best of me i'll be at uh, be sure. <laughs> i got gray hair now too which is <laughs> i'll feel bad i got a couple sprinkling around here as well <laughs> charlie hey, what you got for us brother man i'm just saying at least it's gray and not completely gone like man <laughs> man i got nothing this was awesome thank you so much for your time absolutely oh, that was great. Well, all sweet, right. guys. Well, awesome. well, uh, we'll we'll leave it there. And again, guys, uh, if you have the opportunity, uh, definitely uh, check us out on Patreon as well. Definitely helps out. And um, in addition, you know, like I said, we'll also link uh, uh, link Mikey's YouTube channel as well as a uh, some links to the show um, 
in addition to that. So um, again, guys, you know, take care of yourself and each other and uh, keep the blue side up. We'll see you. Mike counts out. We'll see you.